0: about a uh, fucking uh, what's her name that actress she got stabbed like right outside of her house today Mm-mm. fuck what's her name i can picture her um i can't even remember <laughs> a movie she's in um reese witherspoon no with a knife uh thanks for coming to our podcast everybody that's a great joke for me nick johnson <laughs>
1: <laughs> happy halloween Fucking finally And we all know I don't like to swear much, but this one deserves it finally 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 yeah finished with these Fridays Fridays the final Friday <laughs> Eating Soup Alone is a podcast hosted by me, Christopher Crumley, and co-hosted by Nicholas Johnson. We try our best to ramble incoherently about a handful of movies at least once a week. Alright, here we go. Um, happy Halloween. So this week we finally got around to Freddy vs. Jason, Woo! 2003, the Monster Mash of the Century, hell yeah, and the Michael Bay-produced... Bay um 2009 yes 2008? do you know who directed that who no i don't know 2009 reboot of friday the 13th all part. i know
0: about that movie is it was produced by michael bay like i don't even didn't even care enough to look up the director i just saw it produced by michael bay and i went oh, yeah
1: I yeah um which one do you want to talk about first we talk about the first one baby we watched them out of order, oh yeah you're right, you're right. But, but we did yeah did
0: kind of throw us through a loop yeah, okay here you go and i can feel this one's thick this one's got Some okay. Someone had a lot to say on this one.
1: Yep, definitely got a physical letter in my hand. All right. Freddy vs. Jason, an American animated media franchise and series of short films created in the 1940s by William Hanna and Joseph Barbera. best known for its 161 theatrical short films by Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer. The series centers on the rivalry between the titular characters of A Cat Named Freddie and A Mouse Named Jason. In its original run, Hanna and Barbera produced 114 *Freddie vs. Jason shorts for MGN from 1940 to 1958. During this time, they won seven Academy Awards for Best Animated Short Film, tying for first place with the Walt Disney Silly Symphony Series uh, with the most uh, awards in the category, a number of spin-offs have been made, including the television series *The Freddy vs. Jason Show* in 1975, *The Freddy vs. Jason Comedy Show*, which ran from 1980 to 1982, *Freddy vs. Jason Kids*, which ran from 1990 to 1993, *Freddy vs. Jason Tales* from 2006 to 2008 and The Freddy vs. Jason Show, which ran from uh, 2014 to 2021. The first feature-length film based on the series, Freddy vs. Jason the Movie, was released in 1992, and 13 direct-to-video films have been produced since 2002, with a live-action-slash-animated hybrid film released in 2021. A musical adaptation of the series, titled Freddy vs. Jason Per Chance to Dream, debuted in Japan in 19 <laughs> 2019... Uh, in advance of Freddy vs. Jason's 80th anniversary, Freddy vs. Jason has been on Boomerang ever since the channel's launch on April 1st, 2000. Six out of ten. That was quite the history lesson. I didn't know all that going into it. So, Chris, what's your history with Freddy vs. Jason? Um, I saw it as a kid. I, I I didn't really watch any of the the shows or any of the shorts produced in the 50s and the 40s. Um, so I've really just kind of seen the movie. Um, obviously. Growing up, I was a big fan of uh, the Friday the 13th film series. Yes, of course. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street made me piss the bed. Couldn't sleep alone the first night that I saw it. Um, But yeah, uh, Freddy vs. Jason, the uh, memories I have. I think I had toys of these two. Oh, of course you did, yeah. Famous American icons. You had the big, non-moving
0: McFarlane ones from... Yeah, absolutely. I think so. I think the mask came off. I think the hat came off. Just, just a nice little something for you to lose.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Or swallow. I have
0: I have the the NECA Jason from the video game. Like He's yeah. purple and blue and stuff like that. Since the second week I've owned it, yeah. no idea where that mask is.
1: Yeah. Well, let's be real. Choking hazard? You're goddamn right. That shit went in my mouth. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <Anyways. laughs> um, and I can also... I have a very vivid memory. It's something that I'm like almost embarrassed about to a degree, but I guess I shouldn't be. But I can remember going to therapy when I was in the third or fourth grade. And the therapist had a painting of the forest in her office. I just can remember, like, first day meeting her, being like, that reminds me of Freddy vs. Jason. That's not good. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Yeah, now
0: that you bring it up, and I'm thinking about it, skipping over the therapy, going back one. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, they always put, like, choking hazards on things for kids and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, I know kids are dumb, but, like, are they that dumb? And thinking about it, yeah, no, as a kid, every accessory that came with every Toy, yeah. it was just something
1: for me to chew on. Yeah. Just to absentmindedly yeah. chew on. I can remember coming home from the dentist, getting McDonald's, and then being in my bedroom. I don't know what the object was, but I was sitting on the edge of my car bed mm-hmm. and I had something akin to like a yardstick. And I was just like resting my mouth on the top of it yeah. for an hour. Mm-hmm. And then something happened where like I slipped. And hit whatever that thing is, but I hit it underneath my tongue. Yeah, and I swear to God, I thought that I had like ripped the bit that connects your tongue to the soft palate underneath. Yeah, I hadn't, but I was like just in so much pain and freaking out. I didn't tell anybody because I was embarrassed. But I was like, oh my god, uh, thought perhaps I'd done oh irreparable, god. irreparable harm to my mouth, but I hadn't.
0: Yeah, I have. I have a a, a nephew who's going to be one soon. So like I'm searching online for like gifts and stuff for him, and so I'm getting a lot of ads. And like just seeing stuff, like a lot of like chew toys because he's teething and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I see all these chew toys, and I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like, I want one.
1: I kind of <laughs> want this. I kind of just
0: want something. I mean, obviously, I have some kind of fixation because I smoke cigarettes constantly. But I'm like, I just want to chew yeah. on something. Can I offer you a device? What's that? Gum. Oh, I got gum all the time. Yeah, <laughs> gum's just not the same. <laughs> gum is too forgiving. I want to. You want up, something with, so yeah? I want you, a toothpick or
1: some yeah. straw. I picked not out even of toothpick. a toothpick. It's way too easy to shred that.
0: Yeah, but less so than
1: gum. I guess so. Yeah. Well, anyways, Paramount New Line of Cinema. If you want to go back, let's just take it back to Part Seven. Uh, the New Blood, right? They wanted the Monster Mash. The Monster Mash did not happen. And then what happened? New Line of Cinema acquired Freddy vs Jason, and they somehow spent ten years making sure they got it just right. So much so that in the meantime, in the interim, they were like, let's make a Jason movie so that people don't forget. Kind of like this movie.
0: Semantics, I'm just getting us off track for no reason at all.
1: Sure. But was it Seven, A New
0: Blood? Yeah. I thought it was The Final Friday. Mm-mm.
1: That was the first one where New Line acquired them. But prior to that, Paramount and New Line tried to agree upon a Monster Mash. Oh, with Carrie. That's, okay. Yeah, that's what okay. They okay. Opt out. But yeah, that's the Carrie one. Um, it was intended for him to fight... Freddy Krueger anyways so it's 2003 movie premieres the year of our Lord yes moment of silence for the Lord rest in peace (laughs) right off the rip how'd you feel about this movie this movie was
0: what I wanted Jason X to be really and Jason X is what I assumed this
1: movie would be interesting
0: Um, I thought this movie was a blast and a half yeah in no way do I think it's a good movie yeah
1: Uh, I'll concede to some of those points but I will, sure. I'd
0: recommend it to everybody I meet.
1: Yeah, um, I think this movie's a. I think this movie's a blast and a half. Have you recommended any of the other Friday the Thirteenth movies to people?
0: Uh, no, and I never would. Um, really? Wow. i no. I'd recommend four, or five, and six to like a very select group of people. Yeah, five to more so. I will say the best part of this movie um, is the first. 60 seconds where they show you clips from nightmare on elm street because uh-huh. i haven't seen those movies and i saw that one was like i want to watch this movie yeah. this
1: looks awesome they are awesome movies and
0: then this movie happens and it was whatever yeah um but i mean it was just it's just fun it's edited yeah. so bad yeah um like i don't want to spend too much time on it so i'll just say right here there are shots where like they'll cut from a character leaving the bathroom and then it'll cut, and they're opening the door on the other side of the room. Mm-hmm. Just a little stuff like that. Or, like, when they're in that cornfield, and he finds those two guys that are smoking pot or chugging beer. I can't remember which one. I'll remind you. And he kills one of the guys, and then the other guy, like, throws gas or alcohol on him, and then lights him on fire with a tiki torch. He throws whatever on him, and then it cuts, and he's holding a tiki torch. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, where did that come from? Or mm-hmm. at the end, when the, the table falls over and the cabin lights on fire. Um... Like the gas gets thrown on the ground, and then they hard cut to just something, just a ball of something that is already on fire falling <laughs> onto the gas. It's, yeah, it's very strange. Um, I wouldn't say it hurts this movie at all. Yeah, because uh, it has way more problems than that. But yeah. for what this movie is, two thousand three, three.
1: Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, um, I will concede to it being a much better outing than Jason X was for sure. Hmm. Uh, I think it's a low point for both series. Personally, absolutely. Um, I can also concede to it being fun, um, and I don't think this is a movie where, like, from the rip, you know what you're getting. So yeah. any amount of me saying it has problems means fuck all.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's. I think that's what's so good about this movie is yeah. that
1: it's impenetrable, <laughs> impenetrable just because that <laughs> it's an immovable object. Yeah. <laughs> Meeting an unstoppable force <laughs> or whatever. Anyways. So let's just talk about it. I mean, yeah, like I said, I don't like it. Uh, I think one of the biggest things...
0: I'm surprised. Really?
1: This
0: movie's fun. It's so much fun.
1: Yeah. Well, Well, we'll get to it eventually. I think you'll see why I don't. One of the biggest things that hurts it is just the year 2003. That hurts it a lot. <laughs> Couldn't disagree more, Chris. Really? I think if this movie was made in any other
0: time, it would be boring garbage like really? Jason X, but I think because this movie was made yeah. in 2003, this movie is a blast yeah. and a half.
1: I think um, 87, when they were, I think that's about when they were making The New Blood, or A New Blood, or whatever. I think that could have been an alright time, and I think today... It could be do, done all right, but I definitely think there's a period from like the nineties to the twenty tens where it would have been bad. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. Um and yeah, so that's just one of the things that hurts it a little bit. Like I you know, I don't know, like when they throw the blood on the wall that looks like skin and it just starts going like, ah, I wanna bag a bag a bag of Yeah, man. It's a little whatever. But anyways. It's way that's too aesthetic thing. It doesn't matter.
0: It's a lot whatever. It's way too much, and I love it.
1: Yeah. But anyways, from the rip, I, I, I will also say, I I, I I I think they came up with a pretty okay idea of how to get these monsters to mash. Yeah. The whole concept is that, um, and they've touched on this in the Friday, or not the Friday, the Nightmare series before. Um, the idea of, like, basically like trying to suppress Freddy Krueger, or, like, that he gets his power from fear, and people remembering, and if everybody forgets, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Freddy becomes aware of this, and he thinks, hmm... I got an idea. I'm down here in hell. Jason's down here in hell. Why don't I go wake up that big old guy? Tell him, you know, I'll pretend to be his mom and I'll say, you got to go kill the guy, the people that live in Elm Street. They've been bad counselors Been really bad counselors. Yeah. And his idea is that people won't think it's Jason Voorhees because why would they? They'll think it's me. They'll start to remember me. They'll start to fear me. I'll get my power back and I'll get back to slashing up. Only thing that bothers me with that plot point, yeah,
0: I think they say later that the last instance of a Freddy Krueger happening here
1: uh-huh. was four years ago. Yeah,
0: and they talk about it like all their parents like know of this legend yeah. and everyone's scared about it. Yeah, hey, it Needs to very, be longer. very <laughs> very much so seems like everyone in this town is still extremely afraid Awear. of Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Yes,
1: absolutely. There is one nightmare I've never seen it where like they try to do this like over the top thing which i think i'll really appreciate where freddie Krueger has killed every kid in springfield <laughs> ohio like i think there's an establishing shot of like <laughs> a, a fair where there's just tumbleweeds because there are no kids to go to the fair that's there's just adults in the city that's hilarious it is really good yeah is yeah.
0: that the one with Wes craven in it no
1: gotcha no, no it's before that but anyways we open up with uh kind of like um jason goes to hell kind of a thing She's the lady and she's like I've got boobs and I' look at me swimming solo at night staple of nightmare or Friday the 13th. Glad they got that in there yeah. That's probably like the only thing in it that to me reads is like just pure unadulterated Friday the 13th. Yes <laughs> they always have women nude dance, swimming solo at night
0: and of course that's what uh, Jason's Purgatory is. yeah absolutely. they
1: also um they they I've heard people bring up that uh, it's much more of a, a nightmare movie than it is a Friday the 13th movie i'll also agree with that she's doing her thing jason show up jason kills her then she starts morphing faces you're thinking what's going on oh it must be a nightmare freddy krueger's here freddy krueger comes as his mama tells him what we told you a second ago and he's off to the races yeah we start meeting some of our characters (laughs) do
0: you do you learn in any of the other nightmare movies how freddy krueger's for lack
1: of a better term superpowers work how they we... try to explain it in one of the ones that people don't like much. Okay. As some kind of, like, ancient sleep demon thing. Okay, but how does he resurrect a dead man? Oh, that's the whole thing, is that, like, Jason's never really dead. For lack of a better term, he's, like, hibernating kind of a thing. So he's able to infiltrate Jason's, like, hibernation dreams. Okay. And oh, like, okay. Yeah. I like that way better. Yeah. Um, I
0: do really like... Um...
1: I know that contradicts my earlier thing about, like, Jason being in hell, but I think that's more of the point, is that, like, he's in, like, almost, like, a stasis. Yeah. This is
0: the only time I'm going to say about this movie. This is the only time I'm going to say this about this movie. Yeah. I really like this next shot. Um oh, I lied. I'm going to say that one more time. <laughs> uh, I like the shot where Jason wakes up, and it's just... His gross, beating heart and It's just cage. the inside, like, it's just from down up, you're looking into his ribcage. Yeah. And it's like... Like takes a second to realize what you're looking at and then his heart starts beating
1: and then you see his lungs fill up with there and I was like I like that that was a nice touch. If I'm not mistaken and I don't think I am the actor playing Jason right now has played Leatherface before. Cool. And also was the guy in Jason Takes Manhattan when he walks into the restaurant and he throws the line cook at the wall a big lumbering guy comes at Jason and then Jason throws him into like a like a mirror. Yeah. Yeah I think that was him. The line cook? Yeah. Or the big lumbering
0: guy? The his... big
1: lumbering like a line cook guy.
0: Oh, the line cook is the big lumbering yeah. guy? Okay.
1: Yeah. I was, I was trying, just trying to make a joke. Part. Turns out I was just wasn't listening. Oh my Anyway. God. <laughs> Anyways. We meet some of our characters. They're hanging out at the house. Lori's dad is gone for the night. I think your name's Lori. Yeah, I think they're out of town. Oh, is he just for the night? Something like that. Because he comes back, remember he's like she's like, I didn't know you were a doctor at Weston Hills or whatever. No, I'm like, he- I, I consult there again i'm i'm stopping you on something that's not
0: important yeah uh but no i think they're gonna be long he's gonna be gone for longer and he comes home because of what happened
1: someone's murdered at okay. his home yes yeah anyways long story short she's hanging out there with her two gal friends you've got the one that wears a ball cap and smokes and you've got the one who really wants a nose job Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i think <sighs> i'm not even gonna take a stab at the names me neither you know what, <laughs> something i just thought of yeah i'm
0: giving i'm gonna be giving this movie way too much credit yeah, remember
1: in Carrie, there's that
0: one girl that just wears a red baseball cap the whole movie. Okay, even to prom. Yeah, that's the one thing I remember most about Carrie is there's just a girl with a red baseball yeah. cap. Hey, um, the girl with the baseball cap, I had a crush on growing up. I thought she was a real cutie. Of course you did. She gets naked. Well, no, that's not just it. And also, I think we came to the conclusion while watching it, she does not <laughs> very much. So there's Body a, devil. there's a, a stunt boobs in this. <laughs> they go like out of her out yeah. of their way to not show. Uh, any skin while she's yeah. like having her sex scene and then she goes and gets in the shower and there's a lot of fun tricky camera movements and then there's a shot of her naked in the shower from directly above so you can't <laughs> see her face but you can see the yeah. rest of her body and i'm like that's a stump boob Those and are please boobs.
1: i implore you interrupt as much as possible to tell me whether or not you like or dislike something absolutely basically what happens from this point is the boyfriend of the ball cap girl who is awful he wears a leather jacket and hates when she smokes and then kisses him she's very mean to him her. He's very mean to her. He's mean to everybody. But he's mean yeah. to her, really. The most. Yes. Very upsetting. Does he just bring one friend? He brings a friend. Yes. Yes.
0: Who has too many rings. Yes. It's 2003, so I'll give him a little slack. But... And there's
1: also the scene where he's... She, the Laurie or whatever is talking to her new her nose job friend, and she's like, Ugh, he's gross. And then they look around the corner, and he's just grabbing on his nuts. He plays baseball. Man. I don't King like this guy. guy. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Ball cap and leather jacket go upstairs to have sex. The power's gone out. But we do get that one shot where the red ball cap girl is smoking a cigarette and she flicks it and it hits Jason. In oh, nap. yeah. Uh, My brother laughed pretty hard at that. I laughed pretty hard at My it. My brother watched awesome. this movie with us. Shout out to Donald. Shout yeah, out to Donald. Yes. He loves this movie. hmm And you know, it's very flattering because it's something that like he loves because he watched it with me growing up so much. You know what I mean? And like, said, it was something I was into yeah. that he didn't give a fuck about, but just because of those memories now, it means a lot to them.
0: And you don't have the same affection for your brother, I get it,
1: so you don't <laughs> like this movie. Go on. <laughs> so anyways, um, they go upstairs to do the sex, and he gets stabbed a whole bunch by Jason and then folded up in the mattress. Blood everywhere. Do they make mattresses that fold like that for whatever don't reason? No, no. I always is assumed... Strong. Yeah, I always assumed it was like a fold-out couch when I was a kid kind of a deal. Yeah. Not that it was actually a couch couch, but like that the bed worked something like that. Yeah. And I don't know. That doesn't
0: make sense. Why would they do that with a bed? Yeah. Maybe the the frame folds up for when you're moving. Anyway.
1: Do you like it though?
0: I mean, in context of this movie? Yeah. Okay. If in any of the other Friday the 13th movies, he folded someone like an accordion in a bed, I'd be like,
1: nah. But in this, I was like, yeah. (laughs) 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 Obviously, they all freak out, run into the road, stop a cop. Who's the cop? The guy from Scary Movie. The guy from Scary Movie. The jock guy from Scary Movie who's very insecure about the size of his penis. He's also in... That's his one note.
0: Another show I watched recently yeah. that I can't remember. Continue. I've always liked him a little bit. Okay. Just a little bit. There's something about him that's endearing to me. He's in Peacemaker. Is he good? He's fine. shoot that James Gunn is in charge of the DC movies now? Mm-mm. Yeah. They fired whoever was in charge and now...
1: It's a really good call. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I've heard that Black Adam is not going over well. No, why would it? Yeah. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about.
0: And hey, guess what? We'll never talk about it. Go on, Chris.
1: <laughs> you don't want to do a deep dive into the DCU?
0: Absolutely not, Chris. Maybe if, we, okay, maybe if we watch a bunch of
1: Superman movies, we'll watch one of them. But besides that, we're not doing it. Go on, Chris. <laughs> Anyways, uh, basically, I mean, what happens next? It's like you get like some weird scenes with the cops where the young scary movie guy is like, uh, hey, I'm trying to do police work. And they're like, yep, you've done enough. And then they're doing a bunch of whispering off to the side and they're kind of like, hey, uh, you know, let's keep this under wraps. Let's keep this real tight. Let's keep this real, uh, you know, quiet and stuff. And um, Lori seems to have kind of overheard um, something and she's just convinced she's like, fuck, there's a name. And she like puts her head down and uh, she like thinks so hard. That she puts herself to sleep.
0: Yeah, she has a brain blast so big at yeah. unconscious unconscious.
1: Um, which but, I don't know
0: about you, I'm constantly doing. That's why I always say I'm a bad test taker. It's yeah. not because I don't know any information. It's because I pass out every time. It's because I have to access my dreams to yes. get to the memories. I have to fall asleep so I can enter my mind palace.
1: But she blasts awake with the revelation, awake into the dream world, I mean. Blasts awake into the dream world. She blasts asleep. She blasts asleep with the revelation that it's Freddy Krueger. Fred Krueger is the name she's trying to remember she's in a nightmarish version of the of the police station she's seen all these missing children posters with their eyes gouged out maybe i might just be making that up i know the little girl has that but they like follow her and they probably say something like something to her about freddy krueger we missed
0: the scene at the beginning that you said is the first time they introduced this concept for freddy krueger
1: fucks kids oh yeah that's yes it opens up with like him like sensually licking photos of the kids he's kid, uh, killed and putting them in a scrapbook and stuff. That was something that I'm glad they didn't do with the original Nightmare because it's enough that he kills kids. Absolutely. And if he fucks the kids then he's a lot less likable as a character. That's too much, yes. And that's really counterintuitive to the direction the character went because the character ended up being so lovable, such a cultural icon. Yeah. I mean, he had a TV show, he was everywhere. I mean, these movies made way more money than like the Nightmare or the Friday the 13th movies made. Like Freddy was huge
0: also can you imagine
1: being robert england
0: and just being like i'm freddy he's a classically
1: trained like theater actor of course he is
0: of course he is just being Mm -hmm. like i'm robert england i get to be freddy krueger and i get to put on all this makeup and i just get to be this disgusting monster and i'll do whatever you want i'll get up in actors faces i'll lick people it doesn't matter prime time bitch exactly (laughs) my name is freddy krueger and i'm here to say i love scaring people in a major way (laughs) all that kind of stuff it's like Whatever I'll do whatever yeah because I'm no. I'm Freddy Krueger yeah. right now yeah. inside of this mm-hmm. and I am full into the character no and I, he reads the script to this movie yeah and he goes oh so I'm he's he fucks kids now yeah and they're like yeah he goes okay well get me in the makeup and they go oh no no, no this part's your your normal face you're gonna have yeah. your normal face on for this part like,
1: yeah but um no that's honestly like I'm not necessary not I'm not an actor I'm not what but I would love like if I were an actor. I would give up so much to be, like, a horror icon that was known for playing one character for, like, 30 years. Oh, absolutely, That is yeah. so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Like, e- like, even outside of horror, that's something that, like, I, I generally... Uh, not in a mean way, but just lately, I'm always like, well, why would you, why would you quit Scrubs? Or why would you quit that seventy show? Like, if you are an actor and you could just have one role you're really remembered for, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I love that. Like, th- Columbo. Like, yes, Peter Falk has done other amazing things he's yeah. also a painter he was very good friends with uh john Kasevitz and they made great little small low budget yeah. movies and stuff but you know like Columbo, he's fucking Columbo. that's awesome but I th- i'd love to be Columbo. i think the no offense to
0: zach braff the zach yeah. braffs and tover graces of the worlds yeah but they are not peter falk yeah i think the thing specifically with peter falk is peter falk can and will be Columbo for the rest of time
1: but he was also in the Princess Bride. But
0: he's also in The Princess Bride. He's the grandpa. Yeah, we watch a woman under the influence. We go, ah, ha, ha, it's Columbo. But then two minutes later, it's like, oh, no, this is... A different character. A different man. Yeah. Um, he's a very good actor. Yeah.
1: I really love Peter Folk. But Zach Branson's always peace. scrubs. Rest in peace. But, but Zach, there's nothing wrong with always being scrubs. There's
0: nothing wrong with always being scrubs. But yeah. I think the big thing with him and probably Topher Grace, I'm not... Actually, I listened to a podcast with Topher Grace the other day for some yeah. reason. Um, I think both of them, it was more so, less so like oh, I don't want to be typecast as this actor for the rest of mm-hmm. my life. And both of them, I think, were probably...
1: Um, it gets old after a while,
0: one thing. It, one thing, it gets old, but I think both of them were kind of like, hey, I want to be a director or yeah. I want to be a writer. I don't yeah. really want to be... In front of the camera. In front of the camera yeah. anymore. Yeah. So.
1: But, you know, an even better example, because like I said, I'm not. I'm really not trying to shit talk, but uh, David Duchovny. Yeah. It was the right call. The X-Files was going down the train. <laughs> but... He is another TV star who quit the show primarily because he wanted to go be, like, an actor-actor. Mm-hmm.
0: And so. you know what I love even more than that? Huh. I love when somebody is that character, has been typecast at that as that character, quits because they don't want to be typecast, and then goes, change my mind, I'm coming back. <laughs> Perfect example, Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah. Wasn't in the Twin Peaks movie because he's like, I don't want to be Cooper for the rest of my life. Well, the
1: first little bit came back for the rest of it. Didn't he? Well, isn't he in a little bit of it? Is he in none of it? i thought he, he was in some of it he's in like less than 10 minutes out of okay it. um and then
0: now i don't know if you've ever looked at any of his social media it's all twin peaks all day all day all day long because he's like nah, fuck it. i'm Agent cooper and people love it yeah. and i love it yeah
1: yeah and yeah like i said like who the fuck am i but also like yeah I, I, it's just one of those things that every time i see it i get it like everybody has to go on their own journey but like it is one of those things where i was like why not just appreciate the fact that you're Dale Cooper, that's an amazing thing. That you are like such a character that you're globally recognized as that. That's awesome. We gotta get him on the show. (laughs) Try some of his wine.
0: Yeah, I'll have my people reach out to his people.
1: But um, back to the movie.
0: Oh, right. (laughs) She has a little nightmare.
1: She sees a little baby. And the baby's like, Freddy Krueger did this to me. Whatever she says. Then she's outside
0: the house and the kids are jumping rope. One, two, Freddy's coming for you.
1: Yeah. Do you get weston hills next do you get will or is his name will and then his yes blonde-haired friend at yes. weston hills i like this stuff i like these, these guys aren't in any other movies correct i have no fucking idea okay. but i like these guys i especially like the blonde-haired guy he's very endearing to me i don't know why but i like the blonde-haired guy mm-hmm. he has some of the worst dialogue how come every time there's an insane asylum in a movie it
0: always is seemingly that same big open dining hall yeah with fold-out tables with people playing cards and checkers Mm -hmm. that i understand yeah there's always that robe you know what i'm talking about one guy is always wearing that exact same robe from awakening starring robert de niro and uh robin williams
1: it's not an amazing line but i do like the blonde-haired guy's little line where the guy keeps poking him to play checkers with him he's like rob i told you a million times i don't do checkers man i'm an uno guy go get the uno deck and i'll play some uno so take this over here and go get the Uno deck. And we'll play some Uno. Love it. Yeah. Anyways. I, not total scene by scene. That's just not going to happen. Basically, their whole thing is like Will sees on the news that at the house of Lori, a murders happened. We know that Will and Lori used to be in love when they were 14, which I guess makes them 18 now. But Will's been sent upstate. Why? Because later on we find out that he believes he saw Lori's dad kill Lori's mom. They sent him up there because they know that he's, like, related to the Freddy Krueger thing. He knows about Freddy Krueger. It was actually Freddy Krueger that did it. Whatever. Something like that. And the blonde-haired guy, his brother was murdered by Freddy Krueger. His brother told him a lot by Fre- about Freddy Krueger. He knows about Freddy Krueger. They're just... Yeah, yeah. There's a scene where they're like, we were fucking quarantined, man. That's really what's going on. We've been they,
0: institutionalized. Yeah, yeah.
1: They have the Freddy Krueger disease. And they hatch a plan to break out to go check on Lori. That happens a little bit later. You get to see... The blonde-haired boy's butt, he's going, ooh, ooh, ah, ah, and putting his butt up on the window. That's fun, yeah. And then they they dart him up with, like, Trank and put him in bed. And he's like, what the fuck would you do that for? And then the blonde-haired guy's like, chingy-chingy. He's got the keys. They bust out of there. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. Please do. (laughs) They start... (laughs) We're going to go back because I think there's some shit we missed. I love that they get to the blonde-haired kid's house and they decide to drive his dead brother's very recognizable van around everywhere. it's got a woman fighting a snake on the side and like a very medieval fantasy like 80s D style kind of a thing and then across the hood it says the serpent in a small town outside of uh well i don't know outside of whatever but in a small town in ohio that's gonna be that's yeah
0: a- they have the pushing your bare ass up against glass and making monkey sounds equivalent of a van that they're mm-hmm. driving around yeah
1: mm-hmm. but anyways uh at school the next day well, before we even get there, Lori like, talks to her dad in a, in a scene that harkens back to the original, Donnie pointed it out, but in the original, um, the final girl, Nancy, her mom's like, you shouldn't go to school today after the first murder happens. And she's like, no, mom, I really got to get my mind off things. I'm going to school. Same thing happens in this. Um, also at Weston Hills, there's feeding the kids Hypnosil, which I think in the Nightmare on Elm Street series has been established as a drug that prevents you from sleep and whatever. Anyways, she's at school. She's crying in the middle of the hallway, like, I had this awful nightmare and stuff, and they were singing this awful song, like, and then the blonde-haired boy's like, one, two, Freddy's coming for you. You know why they sing that song? It's because he's coming for you. And then they do a pincer attack, and from the other direction comes the boyfriend. Yeah, it's very strategic, but also I just want to point that out. It's one of my least favorite lines in the movie. Yeah, it sucks, yeah. Yeah, it's very bad. Um, This movie,
0: a surprising amount of these movies, these Friday the 13th movies, make us go i just made a face at chris make us go that's jizz you're talking about jizz don't do that
1: (laughs) yikes but anyways they peel off do whatever i think lori faints because she sees will yeah they take her to the doctors i always thought that it was like a school nurse thing but it seems like they're like a doctor doctors unless this school is just nice as hell could be because she the nose job friend literally asks the nurse like how much would a nose job cost or whatever which i don't think a school nurse would be able to answer necessarily and like it says like the nurse will is not able to help you so i'm assuming there's doctors on site so they have to be at like a hospital but okay. who cares she must pass out a little bit because she is looking through the magazine i kind of like this a little bit like it slowly starts getting more and more gruesome she's going, yeah through, yeah and then eventually freddy jumps on he's like got your nose <laughs> and rips her nose off and then she wakes up and she's like and in this moment, I'm realizing we missed another nightmare. Very early on, immediately after the boyfriend gets accordioned, his friend that he bought, the nutsack kid, is oh, sitting yeah. on the porch drinking his little flask and smoking cigarettes, and his dad comes out and he's like, what the fuck were you doing at that girl's house tonight? You know, like, you better watch yourself and shit like that. And he's like, my best friend just got killed, dad! And
0: we're like, you know what rings, man? I don't like you. Yeah.
1: But you're in the right here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, so would you lay off? And he's talking to himself, and he's like, I'm going to get the motherfucker that did this to you or whatever. And they hear some rustling in the bushes or something like that. And then he goes out in the street and he hallucinates. Freddy's there. Freddy turns into a big shadow monster and one of the lamest effects mm-hmm. out of all of the Friday the 13 things. That's one of the things that I think they might have messed up. As much as it is a Friday movie, the lack of, like, inventive and creative visuals. Like, you saw the 60 seconds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just... You know, this movie pales in comparison. Like, Freddy turns into a shadow monster and then tries to stab him in the chest with his shadow gloves? Mm Mm-hmm. He's like,
0: damn, so not powerful enough. It's like, well, you used (laughs) used a shadow monster. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, when he's like, oh, I still need more power. My brother did actually go, he's like, am I watching an anime? Because (laughs) a lot of characters do just talk to themselves and say shit like, like that, you know? But anyways, flashing forward to the scene with the nose job girl getting her nose ripped off. Again, also Freddy not as funny as he is in some of the... The series. Like, I know I keep bringing it up and I don't have another example and I apologize, but welcome to prime time, bitch, is a very funny line. Mm-hmm. Him going, got your nose, is not.
0: I like this girl's pretty dead on her feet. We'll get there later.
1: <laughs> Anyways, from here, do they go to the corn rave? Yeah, it's corn rave time. Corn rave's happening.
0: Yeah, everyone's uh, hanging out in a bunch of corn. Um, glow sticks about. Mm-hmm. um red hat girl wanders off and
1: falls asleep i guess she does uh has nightmare inside of a boiler room and the nightmare is that her boyfriend it seems like is like with his broken neck is like holding oh he's like, yeah 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 it's like babe, i told you to get the fuck over here <laughs> and then like walks over or whatever yeah no, yeah leads him to a leads her to a boiling room She's gotten a freddy nightmare full-fledged yeah and classic freddy stuff boiler room stuff
0: yeah, and while that's happening in the cornfield in real life, the glow stale, the, uh, glow, a glow stick salesman walks by. Content warming, warning. Cover it head to toe, and he goes, hmm. I know I gave up my life of crime to be a glow stick salesman, but I am a glow stick salesman. So he uh, tries to have his way with his unconscious woman. Yes. Uh, Jason comes along and goes, those counselors are having
1: sex. Yeah. That's all he understands. Stab time. He understands three things. He understands when people are having sex, smushing heads, and breaking through doors. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And glass.
0: And, uh, then I do, I do kind of like this a bit, where it cuts back to the nightmare and Freddy's about to stab her. He's just floating upside down and goes, "I'm gonna stab you!" And then just blood comes out of her. Yeah, he's like, "No,
1: she's mine, mine!" Oh. Yeah,
0: and then you cut back and Freddy's just stabbing the two of them through and through over, or Jason stabbing the two of them through and through over and over again. Yeah, and then then I think you get the two guys who are either getting high or drunk. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, there's also a little thing where, like, a, a nerd character yeah, has a crush on this Lori. Yeah, guy, yeah. He gets drunk, the bullies make him drunk, and then he stands up to Nosejob girl, but then that sparks off the whole thing, like, where she's like, damn, I didn't know you had that bite in you, now we're a thing. Yeah, it was weird. Kind of. Yeah. And, yes, then there's a couple of fratty boys who had previously gotten the nerd boy drunk, who's like, they're smoking weed, and then they turn over, and they're like... What's up, pig fucker? Why don't you go back to Kentucky or whatever? And then he, like, kills one of them, and then the larger of the two covers him alcohol and lights him on fire or whatever. Yes. Jason's on fire for the next little bit until so a keg puts him out.
0: This is the second and last time I'm going to say I really like this shot. I don't know why. I really, really like the, the overhead shot of him on fire yeah. walking through the cornfield. Mm-hmm. And when he comes out on fire... Yeah. Spoiler. It's the best Jason drip.
1: Okay. Um... I also have to say, though, that this is, like, the primordial soup version of, like, the 2022 Texas Chainsaw Massacre bus scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I feel it's a little bit better with, it's more believable with Jason, because Jason, it's like, oh, yeah, he's a a boy beast zombie swamp monster.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's like when you see him in a barn. What? It's like when you see him in a barn. What do you mean? I don't know, I just buy it more than Michael Myers in a barn.
0: What I was getting at is him slashing away is more believable than Leatherface yeah. slashing away at yeah. a bunch of people. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know why that s- stumped me so hard.
1: <laughs> I'm talking about, like, part five? or Yeah, I gotta lay down. It. I did not know what you were getting at. <laughs> well, but one anyways... Second. But anyways, after all that goes on, I think they're now in the van with Jay from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, yes, because you just happened to be running yeah. in the same direction. And he's like, like, I don't know, dude, but that goalie had to be pissed about something, you know. And they have a bunch of dialogue about how, like, yo, fuck the Freddy Krueger thing and fuck Dreams. Like, this dude's real. Like, I saw the hockey mask. He's he's real. This is what we got to be scared mm-hmm. of. Whatever. I think they, like, go to a little hangout. And they sit around a round table and have yeah, a plan. in a bunker
0: or something. And we and missed
1: a bunch of stuff about a uh, scary Will, movie cop. Yeah, Will and his buddy with the blonde hair and also the scary movie cop are separately, like, doing some detective work that you kind of never really see. I mean, you see a little bit of Will and his blonde-haired friend. But with the cop, basically what happens is he's like, hey, I got a list of whatever suspects. And the other cops are like, no, we know who did this. And he's starting to get sussed out about everything that's going on. And he's getting closer to the truth fox Mulder style and will and the blonde haired boy
0: i don't get why is he the only cop that they're keeping out of this
1: yeah i don't know i feel like if you're, he's new i guess there's like another yeah. thing for a year or two or whatever but, but you're the know. police chief of youngstown ohio or wherever this I think is. it's spring spring not springfield but spring spring grove spring springston you're the
0: police chief of springston ohio you you tell all the cops. You tell all the cops about Freddy Krueger. Yeah. yeah. I, it feels like he's the only one that doesn't get, like, they're yeah. just like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And he's just like, a lot of people are dying. We should call the FBI. He goes, no, yeah. this is our
1: town. And he's just yeah. like, okay, I guess. This is another thing. There's a drop on a, drop on a, like, drop, turn on a dime. Not drop on a dime. Turn on a dime moment or like, Will and the blonde-haired boy are in the basement of the library and they're like, there's this fucking Freddy Krueger guy but all this shit is redacted all over these things. And, like, what the fuck? They're trying to cover this up and quarantine this, and what the fuck? And then they're in the van, and they're like, Oh, shit, it's because he feeds off power. Fuck, we fucked it up, man. And he's like, yeah, you fucked it up. You fucked it at school today when you brought up the fucking song and stuff. And he's like, oh, shit. Oh, God, we got to leave in the morning. We got to leave in the morning, right? So now blonde hair boy is home alone. Mm-hmm. Not a good thing. And Will and Lori meet up, and there's that whole thing where they're, like, in the rain, and the dad, and will's like you killed her mom and he's like you don't know what you're talking about son and she like runs out the stairs and he chases after the dad chases after her she jumps out of the window and then like runs away hides behind a tree then bumps back into will then they go to the bunker oh yeah also Dad's
0: been poisoning her with hypnosil
1: yes she finds out as we mentioned earlier that he's like a consultant quote-unquote at weston hills there's a lot in this movie <laughs> yeah yeah a lot happens a lot of stuff happens in this movie hey guess what huh? none of it's important No. So, they're all sitting around the table, and they're talking, and at one point, Will, I guess, just has a brain blast. He's like, whoa, wait, what if Freddy brought Jason back and brought him here so that he'd start killing people, but we'd think it's Freddy, and then we'd be afraid of him, and then he'd get more power, and he'd be able to come back. Then, his girlfriend tries to have a brain blast, and she says, another one of my least favorite lines in this movie, wait, Freddy died by fire, Jason by water, how can we use that? Nobody... (laughs) Nobody bites. For that everybody one. They just at, move on.
0: Everybody looks at her and goes. So anyway, Freddie is trying to bring Jason back. Yes,
1: so. uh, th- she may already be sleeping at this point because the next thing I can remember is them all being like, "Yeah, let's tie the bitch up," right? And then her mm. dad shows up, and her dad's like, "Come on, give daddy a kiss." Blah, blah, blah. And then it's Freddie. She brings back his ear. Which is another moment like the original for uh, oh, Nightmare on yeah, Elm Street, yeah. where Nancy brings back a hat from her dream, and that's when yeah. she realizes, one of my favorite things about the Nightmare on Elm Street, we'll watch it eventually, maybe that'll be next year's Monster Mash. Uh-huh. Bash. Monster Bash. Crash. Monster. Flash? Something. We'll come up with a title for it. Monster watching. Slash. Monster Slash. But it'll always have to be Slashers if we do that.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay, anyways. Um, But yeah, basically, like, one of my favorite things about it is that the whole thing is like Nancy on her own with no help from anybody figuring all this out and doing it herself. Like, nobody wants to give her a hand. Nobody believes her. But not in that way where, like, everybody's like, you're crazy. We're going to lock you up and stuff like that. She's just very quietly, like, understands nobody's going to buy what she's saying. And she's like slowly just working up her own little plan kind of a thing. And it's a very smart character. I love it. It Sounds like a great movie. I'd love to see it sometime. It's a really great movie. Anyways. They then decide to go to Weston Hills, I believe. Do you remember why? No. Is it to get sleep drugs, or yeah. awake drugs? Yeah. No, I think it's sleep. To, I think they want to get the hypnoseil. Yeah, so that they don't dream anymore, so they don't have to worry about Freddy, right? They break in, and just stuff happens, right? Like Jay has a nightmare and imagines a slug coming in and smoking hookah, mm-hmm. and then Jay gets possessed. And all of the sleeping, comatose people who have been given too much Hypnosil come alive because he's having a dream, and they're like, pour all the drugs down the sink. Pour them all out. And he does. Mm-hmm. And the nerd boy sees it, and he's like, what are you doing? And then Jason kills the cop. And the nerd boy and Lori and her nose job friend and Will, they run, and they see Jay, and Jay standing there looking devilish. They pass him, and they're like, Jay, what are you doing? But Jay's got a couple of, like, Put you to sleep drug syringes behind his back. Mm -hmm. And he puts Jason to sleep, but not after Jason cuts him in half. And then they drag Jason to the van and put Jason in the van. And their whole plan is to keep him sleeping until they can travel seven hours to New Jersey (laughs) to get to Camp Crystal Lake. And their plan also is to put Lori to sleep for 15 minutes to try to bring Freddy back. And at a certain point, they do do that. But first...
0: Before that, okay. Jason's asleep. He having dreams.
1: This is the same point. She's in this in the dream with him. Not yet. Okay. There's one before this. Okay. They're just fighting in a warehouse.
0: Freddy and Jason. Oh yeah. In Jason's dream, and it goes bah, 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 bah. six two thousand three. Butt rock plays. Uh, Jason can't walk through
1: a stream of water because he's afraid of water. It turns out which the screenwriters fight adamantly they're always like we did not write a fucking movie where he's afraid of water freddie is reminding him of the fear of drowning that he had and my rebuttal is that's why people are afraid of water <laughs> mm-hmm. literally that is the reason so yes you wrote a script or jason is afraid of water
0: yeah i don't i don't lay awake at night um afraid of the fact that my whole body might get wet yeah i don't lay awake at night being afraid i'm my lungs are gonna fill with that wet yeah and i'm gonna die yeah i um like this part where they fight because
1: the pinball stuff
0: the pinball stuff yeah
1: and he's like oh tilt
0: um no i i i I like it when they fight because oh (laughs) Um, There's just something about this movie that it just beats your brain into a pulp by this point. And when that butt rock starts rocking and those slashers start to slash it, Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah,
1: man. Yeah. Yeah, man, fun. This movie's fun. It is tricky. I'll acknowledge it's tricky, but you mentioned it while we watched it, and I agree. I wish there was a way that they were able to strike a balance between Freddy's strengths as a slasher and Jason's when they're fighting specifically i yeah because I, instead they just have freddie be able to kick good
0: yeah i think
1: which is not fair they also have him he outsmarts jason with a torpedo idea of like cutting yeah, the tops yeah, yeah. off he is smart but it's not the dream stuff like i wish there was a way that they would have kept some of the dream stuff i know you get that one scene but i just wish there was a little more Freddy. Yeah, at this point
0: yeah it's tough because to make Freddy cool and powerful what he's doing has to be happening
1: in a dream yes but if he's in the dream then he's overpowered compared to jason yes but then if Jay if they're awake jason's overpowered compared to freddy but also
0: if you have them in that dream and freddy starts doing dream stuff to him that is as cool and as good looking and as freddy krueger as the stuff in the first movie yeah. i think I'm talking out of my ass here, but I think there goes your budget. So (laughs) we'll just throw Jason around the room a little bit. Yeah. Make some pinball noises. And that'll be it. And then, yeah, when he comes into the real world, he's a man with glove hand with knife hand against swamp monster boy beast. And so he's kind of just doing a bunch of Tom and Jerry shit to him. Yeah. It's a little strange. I do like it by the end where they're just slashing at each other. Yeah. Like that should have been, it like they shouldn't have done the whole industrial complex that's around not complex the industrial zone uh, the construction zone that's around Camp Crystal Lake kind of shit Mm -hmm. that was whatever Um,
1: sorry I interrupted you and just ran to the end of the movie there's something that I wanted to say there I'm trying to think oh that's it I also want to touch on how do you feel about the fact that this movie um, it's a requirement I'm not like judging it for this but like it does uh, decide to make Jason the one who's like the lesser of the two evils and freddie becomes like your alt your bad guy in this movie i'm fine with that and in a sense jason is the good guy in your tag and your you your like protagonist really is jason and the people that like the the human beings in my opinion are just kind of spectators in a sense like they they help the hero around the along the journey like they're helping jason
0: yeah but he also wants to kill them it's very yeah, yeah. it's very strange because he is it's they're both they're both the antagonists but freddie's that antagonist that you just loathe and you hate for who he is and then jason is the antagonist that you feel bad for that do you makes think that's sense? why they
1: tried to tease the the sexual assault aspect of his character with kids maybe that could be it to make yeah. him even more evil and less likable that could be it yeah you know and i guess i'm spitballing at this point i know it's budgetary but i think in a sense that's also aided by like low production value for his shit so he's a little more lame. Yeah. Not as funny. So he's a little more lame. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: I, uh, yeah. That's a great point. No, I didn't even think about Yeah, he kind of is the protagonist
1: of this movie. Yeah. Um, or tritagonist. Whoa. Um, anyways, they get into an accident. Oh, no, well, let's talk about the nightmare. The nightmare is very important. Laurie imagines in her nightmare, maybe by Freddy's doing, that she's at Camp Crystal Lake when Jason's being drowned. There's one other boy that's in sweatpants, but it is funny to me that they put him in sweatpants. It's a little way to make him different. Everybody else has shirts yep. on. Anyways, they push him in the lake. Different. Not exactly the established lore. I mean, it could have
0: been. They were never known to that, that many specifics. They'd usually just say the counselors weren't paying attention and he drowned. Yeah. So, yeah, I could see that the, the bullies threw him into the lake.
1: Sure. She goes, she's like, "Help." And one of the counselors who was making out on the corner turns into Freddy. No, she goes.
0: You have to run. Freddy's coming. And one of the counselors making out turns around and he's Freddy. And their girl he's making out with is is dead. He goes. I'm trying, but this girl's dead on her feet.
1: Yeah. I um, like. I
0: don't know. I like. It made me laugh.
1: <laughs> Anyways, they get into a car accident in the van, and Jason just goes a flying. So many people go
0: a flying in this movie. A it's lot insane. of a flying, yes. Uh, something I did like uh, right before that happens is I don't know. It just I much like much like the uh, image of him walking around. Uh, <laughs> we what? have
1: a whole other movie to talk about. I
0: know. Um, part of the part of um, him walking around on fire. Yeah, I feel that way about this scene too. Where I think this scene could work really well in a different movie but i do like where this, he goes a flying no oh what scene where they're in the van and he's tied
1: up in the back asleep yes oh and then there's a the scene where he starts drowning because he's drowning yes. in a dream and, and they have to give him cpr and he's like the, the nerd boy's like i have asthma i can't mm-hmm. and Nosejob job is like uh and then will's like he has asthma he really can't yeah <laughs> And like
0: just I like it just yeah, I just like the visual of like the water coming out of the, the spokes or the holes in his mask like they have almost to almost like superior. how he's
1: full of water and takes Manhattan. Yeah, he's a bug. Yeah. And when he dies, when he's like he's like throwing up swamp water. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And uh yeah, in the dream he he he's drowning as a boy and she goes to pull him out, and she gets him halfway out and sees his face and goes, oh, fuck, and lets him drown again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot about that. She, like, goes to the doctor. She's like, give me your hand. And he comes up, and she's like, Jesus
0: Christ. Yeah.
1: Drown. Never mind. Drowned. Please drown. Car crashes. He goes to fly him. Yeah. Now it's Monster Mash time. Yes. There's uh, so much even here to talk about. Let's just talk How do they get highlights. Fr- How
0: do they get Freddy out of the dream?
1: She wakes up, and she grabs him. Oh, okay. Yeah, Remember, yeah, Remember, because he comes, which is a practical effect. They have a stunt yes. guy jump out of the water, and he looks all demon-y for some reason mm-hmm. now. But they don't hang on to that design. When he gets back, he's normal. Anyways, um, they monster mash. There's one scene, which I'll bring up, which is the point where um, job tries to distract Freddy by being like, oh, you're not much of a man. Jason has that big old thing, and you got these teensy, pointy little butter knives. And then I do like this moment, because Freddy's like, with his finger doing the, like, turn around thing. And she does, and Jason's right there and stabs her. It's a very funny little Jason scene. Or, or Freddy scene, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Freddy, yeah, very funny. Anyways, other stuff that happens. While they're fighting, nerd boy gets thrown in the corner and impales his back on some kind of, like, ledge or, like, an arm for a shelf that doesn't actually have the yeah. wood on it or some kind of right angle. Metal yeah. right angle. Yeah. He's dying, and I think just before a nose job gets killed... They have a nice moment where she's like, you need help, I need help, you need help, and he's like, no, 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 no. you go, you go, you go, you you have to go. She's like, you sure? I don't think you're okay. He's like, yeah, I'm fine, I'll be fine, you go. But he's not fine. He literally dies in that scene. I think that was really nice.
0: Yeah, it's the first time in any of these movies somebody slowly bleeds out to death.
1: Yeah. Other things that happen, um, Freddy, as we mentioned, man the torpedoes. Like, cuts the tops off of the oxygen tanks for scuba diving? Uh, I think... They're just like a bunch
0: of pressurized air for powering construction equipment. Okay. okay. Anyways,
1: he blasts them, hits Jason. Then he's like, hey, asshole, up here. And he knocks over a bunch of, like, steel, like, is that rhubarb? What is that? I don't know. Rebar. Rebar? Yeah. Anyways, he gets all stabbed up. And then uh, Freddy's like, hey, asshole, over here. And he pushes some kind of giant cylinder. Some kind of Rube Goldberg machine, yeah. Something.
0: What did we call it in that one episode? Oh. Fuck, I
1: can't remember. Why can't I remember? Huh? I anyway. Yeah. Smashes them up. Then Freddy gets caught in it. Mm-hmm. And he's upside down. He's like, oh, fuck. You know, Jason does whatever. They're fighting. They're hacking. They're slashing. Will and Laurie are about to get away. On a boat, and I want to take this time to pause and pose this question to you. During Lori's nightmare, they end up in her house. One of my favorite, potentially my favorite scare in the movie, is she's running upstairs and the hardwood floor is, like, rolling behind oh, her, like, coming yeah, at her. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Then Freddy Krueger, content warning, sexually assaults her? I think he tries, and then she wakes up. They leave a lot of time between trying. Do they? And her waking up, though. They don't show anything. But it's like her going, like, uh huh, oh. And then, like, a lot of scene plays out. And then she wakes up from my memory.
0: Oh, okay. From my memory, he maybe I blocked it out, but he, yeah. he goes, hey, 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 and like runs his knife up her leg. And then she goes, no. And then they wake up.
1: Okay. I don't know who's right. I don't like it.
0: No. I don't know who's right, but you know who's wrong? Huh? People who made this movie.
1: And Freddy Krueger. And Freddy Krueger. Fictional character, though. Anyways, they're on the boat. This is another one of my least favorite lines, as Will is like, come on, we gotta get the fuck out of here. And she's like, no, I have to see them finish this. No, you don't.
0: You can go.
1: You can go. I, like I said, I'm not trying to be a stickler for like, oh, this character's acting illogical, because that's how drama happens. Mm-hmm. But this is pushing it. What yeah. do you mean you have to see this end? Watch it from the middle of the lake.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and yeah, they they hack and they slash at each other for a while.
1: Then Laurie and Will spray some gasoline all over, light it on fire. Yeah, they hack and they slash. Jason rips an arm off, maybe. Yep. Hack and slash. Freddy stabs some eyeballs. Hack and slash. They both fall into the lake. Will and Laurie are safe. Uh Uh-uh, Jason's back. Love this. Uh Uh-uh, it's Freddy with the machete. I I love that. Which rhymes
0: with Freddy, Freddy machete. Yeah, yeah. You just get that shot of, like, the boots walk in with the tip of the the machete, and then it slowly starts panning up, and you realize it's Freddy with the machete. And then who comes out of the water? Jason. Jason. And And he he stabs stabs him
1: him with his own arm. That's great. With his own little finger knife arm glove. And he takes his machete and cuts his head off. All good. Over. Do we get any human stuff or does it go right to that thing where jason's back in his dream thing holding freddy's head and freddy winks
0: i actually know yeah i think that maybe they just walk away from the camp okay and then you get that scene
1: and that's freddy versus jason in a nutshell (laughs) hell yeah baby i i I usually like to say more about movies i feel like i lean on the recap when i really don't know what to say about a (laughs) movie
0: yeah i get that absolutely
1: but but you gotta do it sometimes sometimes you gotta do it so to recap my opinion like i said I think there are things that work. Overall, it's just... I think Wes Craven talked about the... It was either the remake or it was this movie. One of the two. And he just criticized it for being... like Lacking a creativity or like being yeah. inventive at all. And that's one of my only problems, really. It does set out... It does what it sets out to do. It's a monster mash. And it's pretty okay. But overall, I just really think... It could have been a little bit more, but to be fair, it's one of those things where like the the idea of a monster mash really hadn't been done since like the '40s or '50s, mm-hmm. and it didn't really get done again until Kong fought Godzilla a couple years ago. Yeah. So, you know, for you kind of got to take what you can get, I guess. If that's your yeah. jam. Here's my thing. It's not my jam, but if it's your jam, you kind of got to take what you can get.
0: Yeah, a monster mash, not my jam. No. But here's my thing. Okay. A movie where Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees are both there. Yeah. No way to make that movie good. Not in
1: uh, 90 minutes, no. <laughs> not in 90 minutes. Yeah.
0: No way to make it scary. No, absolutely not. Um, the absolutely not. only movie you are going to get out of that, and the best case scenario, I think, is this movie that we just watched. Yeah. So, that being said, yeah. that's why I like this movie. Yeah. Um, well, I, guess I, I like the idea of Freddy bringing jason back to make people scared of freddy mm-hmm. genius mm-hmm. i'd never in a million years would have thought of that i think that's great hey that's why they spent 10 years thinking about it you know what this movie is hmm. this movie's a mushroom you look at it and you go ew ew get that away from me yeah someone goes no here smell it and you go what the fuck dude <laughs> no absolutely not yeah and they go Eat it. And you go, what does it taste like? And they go, oh, it tastes like absolute shit. Yeah. And you go, why would I do that? Yeah. And they go, get you high as hell. And you go, all right. That's exactly what this movie is. Yeah. Um, it's hard to look at. It's hard to listen to. But the entire time, you're like, I'm having a blast. Yeah. People are getting a throne. Things are getting a loose. It's great.
1: <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Monster Mash, not my thing. If it is your jam, I don't think it gets... Better for this as far as making a couple of 80s monster classics fight each other. Um, but ultimately, like I said, not my jam. I don't think it's something that like has a mass appeal. I just think this is an oddity, a niche thing. You gotta be in a certain type of mood or a certain type of, per- of person. I, I mean, what are you, what are you gonna yeah. grade this thing? You know, what would you give this thing? I'd give it... This is tough. Because I feel
0: something I really struggle with that I think you are great at. I have a hard time being unbiased by the experiences around the movie. After watching all of the Friday the thirteenth that we've just watched, yeah this one that excited and entertained me start to finish. <laughs> I'm like, this movie ain't that bad. So I have a hard time grading it when you are very clearly and very rightfully so standing across from me going, No, this movie's just bad and it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Um, I wanna give this movie a C minus. Wow. D plus. Final answer D plus. I feel like I I feel like I gotta give it an F. Okay. Did I give Jason X a D plus? You did. Give this one a C minus. Okay. This is better than Jason X, absolutely. Give it a C minus. Final answer.
1: Okay. Yeah, like I said, I have to I just have to give it an F. I mean, this is just one of those things where like okay. It's tricky, you know, because I think in the past I've said you know, like, part of my grading thing is, like, oh, how well did it achieve what it set out to do and stuff. And there's a degree to which this thing achieved what it set out to do, mm-hmm. but also, like, you know, there's another layer to that where it's, like, well, did what it set out to do, was that even a good idea to attempt? No, you know, like, absolutely yeah. not, Chris, no. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, to break past that, you have to have done a really good job with what you did kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So i think i'm well within my rights to be like hey, this is just enough for me i don't i don't i don't i don't jig uh i don't i don't uh, you're truck with it yeah yeah you yeah. know so for me personally as it stands now my list would be part six part five part four part nine part three part two part one part eight part seven part x and I have to really put Freddy versus Jason just kind of on par with Part X for me. Those two are interchangeable. You know, I, I really, really couldn't break them down into which one I like more or less. They're just going right next to each other for me personally. I respect that. Your list is as follows Part 5, 4, 6, 2, X, 9, 3, 8, 7. I put it right above X. Right above X. I feel bad because my questions from the bottom of the crystal Quake. I was trying to do an alliteration thing. My bad. Anyways, uh, they don't involve Freddy to any degree. Well, fuck him. He's not involved in this. Fuck him, yeah. Well, well, are we going to rewatch this next year for the... Red Elm Street? We have to, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think we're going to have to. Jason's dripping this one.
0: Um... I love, I love it really i don't like it i, I don't like the okay the no way. let me let me re-clarify yeah i like it just fine yeah when he's on fire best he's ever looked
1: mm. he just has a really small head and neck to me but all body it seems like
0: i do not feel that way at all yeah you seem i like feel all. like the next movie is the exact opposite of that okay
1: vibes for this one
0: bad bad yeah vibes. bad vibes like just, I
1: just but i love them chris just awful 2003 vibes Hmm. Yeah. This, like, bluish-gray-hued everything, and everybody has, like, frosty, spiky tips almost.
0: Yeah. I'm in the second grade. I'm coming home watching my gym partner's a monkey. I'm loving it.
1: Overall ranking we just established. He's putting it right above X, which would put it right below part two. Favorite character in this joint? In Um, this Ronnie U joint?
0: My favorite character in this Ronnie Yu joint? Chris? What? I think it's Freddy Krueger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, get ready for next October. Okay. Because <laughs> you're, yeah. Okay. All right, my favorite character is the blind haired boy. Absolutely. He's fun. That makes sense for you. How bad Jason B. Stankin'?
0: Uh, Jason B. stanking the normal amount he
1: usually yeah. stank, yeah. There's yeah. a median stank for yeah. him. Favorite scare? I've already established that mine is when the floor is coming after her. It's just nightmare shit that I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's like genuinely like, okay, I could see that. It's not the scariest thing I've ever seen, but like, yeah. that's, you know... It's a good little nightmare scene.
0: Mine is uh, the clips from the other movies that they played at the beginning.
1: Yeah, like the one where he pulls like the tendons or whatever out of the guy's thing and walks yeah, around like a fuck puppet. That, and dude. then he yeah. cuts it, and the guy falls out the window. Yeah, oh Ugh.
0: god. Or yeah. all the bloods coming out of the bed upside down. Yeah, Johnny oh, Depp. That's Johnny fuck,
1: Depp's dude. death. So good. That's how Johnny Depp. I belongs. gotta see these movies. <laughs> yeah, best. Best. Yeah. Overall.
0: Oh, sorry. I, I should I should have saved that answer for this, but now I got it. Uh, best best is when Rings guy wakes up from his shadow dream. Yeah. And his dad sitting next to him. And he goes, "Oh, dad, dad." And he shakes his shoulders. And his dad, who looks like nothing is wrong, his head falls off, and then blood shoots everywhere. Because <laughs> I guess Jason cut his dad's head off and then, and then very put carefully back? put yeah. it back on without spilling any blood. Yeah, kept it all inside. Favorite scene. Go on.
1: Best for me is, yeah, like you said, the 60 seconds of the other movies. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, worst for me is probably a two-way tie between that's because he's coming for you, explanation of the one, two, Freddie's coming mm-hmm. to you, and wait, Freddy died by fire, Jason by water. How can we use that? Yeah. That's a two-way tie for me. Mine worst, is... Yeah, what's your worst? I'm going to say
0: I'm sorry first. Anytime... It's just the two guys from the insane asylum. Yeah. Anytime it cuts to just them, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> on with the movie, these guys. I on with the movie. Come That's on. That's crazy
1: because I think they're, they 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 do more for the movie. I think I, they. I think they're the fine. Time. I yeah. don't
0: mind them, but every time it cut to them and they're just like wandering on the school, I'm yeah. like, ah, uh, okay. Yeah.
1: I guess we did kind of gloss over the fact that. Blonde-haired boy dies in his room, and Freddy's back on his back and boils. Yeah, yeah. And we did also gloss over the point where Freddy Krueger's racist and says, how sweet dark meat. But, yeah, I just mentioned him, so what else are you going to do? We watched another movie. We watched the joint from six years later. At this time, Platinum Dunes, which is Michael Bay's production company, from my understanding, Mm -hmm. had had a pretty good outing with uh, a 2003 remake of uh, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I think after the Friday the 13th one, they also did a Nightmare on Elm Street that was not received well. Nope. The Friday the 13th one was not very received well either, I don't believe. Uh, but fans of the series consider it a pretty good, you know, reboot. And they're not too mad at it. But before we get going, as always, it's mail time.
0: Boop, 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 doop. Mail time.
1: Okay, physical letter for sure. I, the author of this Friday the 13th, 2009, review, am somewhat of a picky eater. I'm not too bad, but there are only a select few foods I will not touch. But there are a good number of other foods I prefer not to eat in certain dishes. I eat pineapple on pizza, tomatoes in an omelet, olives in a salad. On my no-go list has always been onions. You put an onion in this dish, then I will not be putting that in... uh Sorry then I will not be putting that in the one and only human body I have. Then a few years ago, someone handed me a chicken shawarma and said, eat this chicken shawarma. So I ate the chicken shawarma. And I say, oh, heck, I really enjoyed this chicken shawarma and the inclusion of the onions in here helps more than it hurts. My experience with that onion-laced chicken shawarma turned out to perfectly mirror my experience with this Michael Bay-laced Friday the 13th reboot, 6 out of 10. Now, Chris, we have two options. Okay.
0: We talk about this movie in depth which means we run through the plot of it because we don't have a lot to say or we give daniel our editor a little bit of a break (laughs) and we just kind of speed through this because we're running extremely long right now (laughs) we'll see what happens do you want me to do the plot real fast and you jump in when you want to sure okay so this movie opens um i forgot what happens i think a bunch of kids at a summer camp let a kid drown and then his mom kills
1: yeah, but you don't see that. You just It's cold open on black and white credits that's interlaced with woman fighting Pamela Voorhees. Yes.
0: Yes, movie starts with the last two minutes of the first movie.
1: And in my opinion, some sketchy dialogue. I get that they have to do some expeditional shit, but there's like something... There's just some weird shit I can't remember off my head, my head where she's like, and then I had to kill them all because they let Jason draw. So, I think this is a Spider-Man situation. We do not need his backstory at all ever again. Yeah. Next Friday, the
0: 13th movie, Boy Beast in the Woods. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. Um, That happens
1: um we cut to kids are partying in the woods they're they're trying to find the weed or whatever glasses the one guy's being very like misogynist and absolutely yeah bringing up sex all the time for no reason a couple people do bang Mm -hmm. i don't remember
0: this um oh yes i absolutely do yeah he pisses because i forgot we get three different groups of kids in this movie yes we get the flashback The less flashback, and then current times. (laughs) Yeah,
1: so that's the less flashback. Doesn't really matter. A lot of people consider this to be a reboot of the first three movies. Okay, kind of like
0: kind of like a. No, I'm wrong. I was going to say kind of like Halloween, uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween, but that's not true at all. That's just the first movie. Um, I don't really remember the the second group of kids that well. Is this where he gets the mask? Because he's got sack hood on like that. He gets
1: the mask from the horny hillbilly who's smoking weed by himself with yes. the porno mag yes kills horny hillbilly well let's go back mask comes off the first group oh. what happens is there's a girl left over i'm trying to get this done in 15 minutes go i understand but there's a girl left over girl left everybody over. everybody else gets murdered oh right 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 then we flash forward and the we girl have a- from
0: the mentalist is left yeah. over chris you remember the mentalist no we i'm have- keeping this to 15 minutes i love the mentalist when it came on tv i was like this is my favorite show turns out it's just um psych And kind of Doctor Who, but done way worse. You see, Detective Pat—not Detective—a man named Patrick Jane is a psychic, right? But it turns out he's a fraud. He's just really good at reading people and all that kind of stuff, like every psychic is. Then he's on TV all the time, and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna help the cops find this serial killer named Red John." And then he gets home, and there's a note on his door from Red John that's like, "Hey, fuck you. I know you're not an actual psychic. I'll see you later." And then he opens his door, and his wife and daughter dead. So then he's like, "Hey, everyone, I'm not a psychic." But I'm real smart still. I'm gonna go work for the police and use my smart skills to help catch uh uh Red John. And I'm like, fuck yeah, in that first episode, I'm like, fuck yeah, and then episode two happens, and they're like, oh, also, this is just kind of a police procedural, so we're not gonna talk about the serial killer stuff for most of the episodes. I'm like, uh. And then season three happens, and at the end of it, he meets Red John in a mall. Red John, played by the dad from Get Out and the Bad Guy from Billy Madison. And He's like, how do I know you're really him? And he's like, well, here's a little detail. This is what you, the kind of shampoo your daughter used. I remember smelling it. Uh, and she smelled like sweat, too, and it was gross. And Patrick Jane stands up and goes, wait, and shoots him three times in the chest, killing Red John and going to jail. And I was like, this is the best show I've ever seen. And then they completely undo it at the beginning of the next season. And I'm like, I'm never watching The Mentalist again. So the woman from The Mentalist is the only one that survives, and she gets kidnapped by Jason. And we cut to a couple years later, and the guy from Supernatural is like, hey, Anybody see my sister? It's not years. I think it's six weeks, they say.
1: Yeah, so which, which is basically like a reboot of the part four guy who's just in the woods. Remember? He's Didn't like sister. Didn't even that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He meets like a preppy dude and his girlfriend. The preppy dude's a dick to him. Then he goes off. He's riding a motorcycle. Some old lady in glasses is weird to him. Great. I guess. Jason does kill horny hillbilly. Yes. Gets the mask. Weird scene, because he, like, looks at it, and he's like, hmm. In my opinion, it's, like, the horror equivalent of, like, the whole, like, hey, you're always alone. I we start calling you solo? Or whatever the fuck happens. Yeah. like, for him to, like, hold it and, like, contemplate. God, you know what I would love? Huh? Chris, we gotta write this
0: movie. We gotta write this Friday the 13th movie. Basically, this scene happens. Yeah. He's in a sack hood for a bit, and our boy Beast gets loses his sack hood, kills a guy,
1: finds the mask,
0: and goes, oh. And then eats it
1: because <laughs> he's a boy beast and he doesn't know shit that's funny but that's one of the things that honestly like, I'll, I'll retroactively commend part 3 for mm-hmm. is that he doesn't have the uh, the hood on the yeah. hood came off during the climax of part 2 Yeah, and in the beginning of 3 he's hanging out in the clothes lines that's where he gets his clothes from and it's not until the point where he finds the mask that he has anything covering his face you don't see it because part 3 the director intentionally was like we don't want to see Jason alive yeah, which is very funny because he ends up with his mask off in the end and he's like laughing and giggling and lifting the mask up going like her 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 yeah that's right because he was the like tree, tree guy yeah. but anyways the reason why he got the mask is he just didn't have anything covering his face they yeah. just needed him to cover his face because that's just he does that anyways um, yeah there's some stuff that happens I don't know there's characters yeah, I don't like man.
0: yeah Supernatural's going around town looking for people who might have seen his, his sister he goes hey can I hang up this poster in your shop and the guy behind the counter goes I would but the owner
1: is a real bitch The preppy's like hey how about you fucking i have
0: shit to do buddy fuck off and he's like excuse me he's like excuse me and he's like what did you just say he's like what did you just say Mm -hmm. and he's like i'm gonna leave he's like oh i'm gonna leave he's like okay yeah and then his his preppy guy's sister girlfriend i think no No. because he bangs the other girl so sister sister goes good luck i'm sorry and supernatural man's like fuck off and then they get to the house they're having fun a guy drinks out of a shoe yeah and then uh, yeah just
1: running it down real quick don't like the guy with the shoe i do like uh the tracksuit gentleman who smokes weed by himself or whatever and then he wants to go save his very funny friend in the shed yeah yeah i like him other than that whatever but basically what happens is like the guy who's looking for his sister happens upon the cabin where all these characters are hanging out and the sister of the preppy guy who's a meanie her and him go to crystal lake and they see stuff and there's like a bed with the name jason on it which is another han solo moment that's Mm -hmm. just like
0: yeah so weird that jason lived at camp crystal Lake with his mom yeah and i also
1: hate like uh, again not hate like oh i'm so mad like i'm not like an internet troll thing but like sometimes this like is like they find the mom head in the wall but like just throw it on the ground. It just seemed like one of those things where, like, you just have, like, Chewbacca in the background for a second. Okay. Like, why even have the mom hit? Didn't do anything with it. True. Anyways. Anyways. Um, Yeah, and then Jason shows up. He's got a body. I like how, like, quick this Jason moves. It's very, like, predatory. Yeah. He sets traps and stuff. And, like, as soon as he, like, hears, like, a little, like, sees the backpack, he just immediately starts, like, throwing those boats over because they're hiding under the boats but then somehow they moved quick enough yeah i think the tree
0: i think unfortunately i hate to say it about this movie yeah
1: this is probably my favorite jason yeah um yeah with him setting the traps and just a flash back for a second in the second group of friends some of the most brutal shit i've ever seen like yeah he he has the one girl in her sleeping bag tied by her feet above the fire and she's burning alive while the other guy stepped in one of his traps and just has to watch his girlfriend burning in the fire yeah absolutely This is a very sadistic, Jason. Yeah. yeah, it's really fucked up. And like, I like, I do, you know what?
0: No, I do like it. I was going to say, I don't know if I do like it because in the other ones, he's a, just a dumb boy beast walking around the woods killing people. And in this one, he's a bit smarter, but I think it plays better. Uh, like him setting up the traps and stuff like that.
1: He's also dug an elaborate tunnel system underneath all of the camp.
0: Oh, yes, absolutely. Um,
1: Which they fall into later.
0: Do you know what he did with the dirt, though?
1: What do you do with the dirt? He hate it. Oh. You should, all right. All right. They fall into later, but before that, yeah, there's a whole thing at the house where like they the the comic relief character breaks a thing and has to go to the shed and he gets killed and yada yada yada, whatever. The guy who's looking for his sister shows up, is like, we gotta call the cops. Phone lines are down or something, they're locked inside the house, but Jason gets in the house and The prep and the, the, the hot girl fuck for what I think is
0: twenty-three minutes of this movie? They Chris they have sex for yeah. so long and we see it for so yeah. long and I'm like, this is it's like worse than anything that's in part five. Yeah. It's insane. I'm like, I this is yeah, I don't want to I, I don't want to be a glasses wearing square, but there's too much sex in this movie, yeah. Chris.
1: The cop shows up for a second, Jason immediately kills him. Um like I said, the main character and the preppy guy's sister end up back at the cabin, they fall into the tunnels. They find the the main guy's like sister or whatever they're escaping
0: in? the mentalist
1: okay <laughs> um and preppy guy's
0: uh, sister is in sky murdered.
1: high so we'll call
0: her sky high sky high gets murdered she does we
1: don't have to call her anything anymore they end up in a school bus after they climb out of a tunnel jason's yeah. there he fights the main guy on top of the school bus but doesn't supernatural, kill him yeah and then supernatural and the mentalist how do they beat Jason. they get him into the barn
0: she, and- she, he's got that trap door in the in the bus that looks down into his hole and she's hiding like spider-man style pressed between two like fixtures on the bus i think and they're he, like seats
1: because it's sideways yeah. and
0: he comes over he looks in the hole goes oh and looks up at her and she goes suck it nerd and she kicks him with both feet and he falls down the hole and then they run to the barn
1: yeah they're in the barn he's got yeah. like a chain around his neck it ends up inside of the mulcher thing the okay oh, yeah, they hang them
0: they hang him in like don't they hang him in part three yeah yeah they do they that hang act.
1: him but then the chain ends up in that and pulls him back yep 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 yep. and he dead yeah he gets ju- no because then he ends up in like the lake remember there's a whole thing with the no wait yeah Does he die there
0: no because
1: there's some he, scenes we skipped yeah, over earlier he, he
0: dies there he doesn't get chewed up in the thing or does he I don't think he does. I He dies there somehow. And instead of calling the police supernatural and the mentalist. Oh, push him into the lake. Don't go, let's call the cops and get them to figure out what's going on with all yeah. these dead bodies. They go, let's kick the murderer into the lake so that we get blamed for all these murders. Yeah, exactly. And so they kick him into the lake and they go, ah. And, and then credits? He, pops out of the thing oh. and stabs the brother and the mental stabs supernatural and the mentalist screams and then it cuts okay
1: which i like some other things we skipped over is like there's a character is like what is that thing where you're on the board she's doing she's like boogie boarding or something her boyfriend's like pulling her on the boat
0: oh she's uh, uh, wakeboarding
1: she gets hit by the boat too head trauma always fucks me up oh that was yeah up. yeah then she's hiding under the Doc gets stabbed in the head. She gets hit by a boat, because like I said, the smartest Jason we've ever had. He also shoots arrows.
0: Shoots a bow and arrow at the guy driving the boat. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Whatever. Whatever. This movie, I also don't like. I like the way they portray Jason, Mm -hmm. but it's just one of those things where, like, uh, I don't know that, like, it's a problem I have in general, like, I don't know that, I guess there are just certain movies that, like, did Friday the 13th need a reboot. No, because it's one of those things like Spider-Man where everybody knows Yeah, you can just make another one. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do all that thing where you like explain how he got bit by the spider and he's got an aunt named May. Like that's one of the things I love about the Tom Holland Spider-Man since they're just like, you know who the fuck Spider-Man is.
0: That's what I... Yeah, I think these slasher movies, if they, instead of rebooting them... In doing the Halloween thing that they're trying to do to all of them now. Yeah. They should treat them like comic books, where it's yeah. like, hey, if you know of Jason Voorhees, yeah. you can watch this
1: movie and you'll be. Yeah. 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 You'll be absolutely fine. If you've just heard the name, you're fine.
0: Oh, you know who Spider Man is? Yeah. Then you can pick up The Amazing Spider Man issue 738 yeah. and have no problems.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's just one of the things I think this movie falls victim to. I also think it falls victim to, like, because it's a roommate. Uh, a roommate. <laughs> I also think it falls victim to, like, because it's a reboot, it does try to do a bunch of things. Yeah. Like the like the, the looking for your sister thing and whatever. I don't know. Um, again, like I said, not, like, mad or, like, upset. I don't care. I just don't care. Yeah. I don't think this movie made me care. Yeah. Oh, this no, one absolutely. One of the biggest yeah. problems is I just don't care. hmm And there's a lot of ways you can do that. I'm not saying it has to be, like, a moving you know, Schindler's List type movie. You can make me care. The way part five made me care by just being like, look at all these crazy over-the-top characters Yeah, yeah that do coke and like this one's like, a, this is a small town. Small mm-hmm. towns are supposed to be safe. You yeah. Know? Um, and whatever, you know. But this movie just doesn't, I don't, it just doesn't have anything where I'm like, oh yeah, that I like. I get Other that. than Jason. Um, I do like the way they portray Jason. It's not my favorite Jason necessarily, but it's, a, it's definitely very close. It's probably honestly like the close it's it's a, it's a modern take on the Jason I prefer which is the part 3 and part 4 Jason. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, it's not a bad Jason, it's just the rest of the movie is borderline garbage. Like how do you tell like the average person like, "Oh, this is the one you have to see."
0: Yeah, no, I don't think you'd ever do yeah, that. Yeah. Um I think just too bad. I probably have some kind of modernity bias against this. Yeah. And you know this about me. I think I like this movie probably more than I should. I don't think it's good.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. Yeah.
0: Um, and my thing about it, the thing I probably like the most about it, which is very cheap and I would not feel this way if we hadn't just watched all of the other ones. <laughs> yeah. At the beginning of this movie, when Jason puts that girl in a sleeping bag and throws her over the fire and then catches that guy in a bear trap and just all this gruesome shit. I don't care about anybody in this movie, mm-hmm. but I always feel the threat of, oh, something fucking grizzly might happen to them. Yeah. So I'm scared yeah. that I might have to see that. In My second. only problem
1: is that I, I feel like they start with a bang, but never match it. That's a great point. He yeah. doesn't get grizzly again.
0: That's a great point. Yeah. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Yeah. Um, I don't mind uh the mentalist uh i like supernatural yeah i don't
1: think anyone's doing a bad performance here and i don't everyone to besides like, the two of them are i just i don't mean to sound like a dick but like i just feel like it's one of those things where like the thing that's genuinely weak here is like the actual script probably
0: yeah i think it's a nice mixing in the best way possible of bits and pieces of all the other movies sure. i think that works just fine yeah but it Yeah,
1: it is arguably forgettable. Yeah, it's just almost like unnecessary. Like if you're going to try to, you know, reboot a franchise, you better bring your A-game. I just don't feel like they did. Like I said, not mad at it or anything like that? You just, I don't care. You didn't make yeah. me care. Sorry. I mean, I
0: think I think for a 2009 horror movie yeah. produced by Michael Bay, yeah, much like we were saying about Freddy versus Jason, yeah. I think this is the best this movie could have ever hoped to be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's another thing to definitely bring into consideration. I've said it before. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but like the aughts are just like, that's a wasteland there for are no horror, wasteland. for my opinion. That's a wasteland. Absolutely. 2010's got some bangers, 90's got some bangers, but for some reason the aughts just, I don't know what the fuck happened. You don't like the ring? I haven't seen it. You don't like The Grudge? I haven't seen it. I think that's what I think. And honestly, hey, it could be a bias thing. It's just like aesthetically. No, like yeah, no, I Jeepers you. Creepers, Saw, The Grudge, The Ring. I've never seen them, but I just don't want to. Like I see like I have to get over it someday, but I am coming from a biased perspective where like just like the uh, mm-hmm. ugh about just it. Just it like a rhyme just, like, I don't want yeah. to watch any of these. Like this is I not a mean. good way to market these. And not in like a way where like you know, it, it sounds hypocritical to me because there are things that are exploitation and gross, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that I still love, but these are just gross in like a way that's like, I can't even see the artistic value in being this grimy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I
0: think, um, I think the one exception to that is Saw. think okay. I think you and I should watch it soon. I haven't well, seen it. Well, then you
1: have to watch The Abominable Dr. Phoebes or Fibes, however you say it. I don't know. Okay. Um... But it's one of my favorite uh, horror movies from the seventies.
0: Okay, yeah, we can do that. Um, because I haven't seen it in probably a decade, but I think that first saw might still hold up, yeah. and it's better for being disgusting. Uh-huh. Also, got the guy from Princess Bride in it. Bring it back <laughs> to Peter Falk. Yeah. Um, Peter Falk is not in it. It's, that, uh, yeah. Um, but we need a
1: break from horror. This yes. is the end oh, of absolutely. horror for a little Absol- while. Absolutely. For a little while, we're watching just normal ass movies.
0: Um, but I think the like other like notable horror movies from the aughts are like the grudge because i think all the like standout horror that was happening in the aughts i think was happening overseas and there's a lot of like like uh japanese horror movies i've just like seen clips and bits and pieces of yeah um from the aughts that i'm like that is maybe the scariest thing i've ever seen and i don't (laughs) want to watch this movie yeah things like like, i'd love to really like delve into yeah things like the ring are
1: definitely something I, i i am not as harsh on as i am yeah with other things from the odds. i would like to see that movie i'm just saying like we got into a weird place aesthetically where i'm like i don't even like looking at this i don't i get it Yeah, and that's one of the things that like i, I genuinely think the abominable dr Phoebe's or fives how are you saying, would be a nice counterpoint to saw because one as i've mentioned before a lot of people look at it like oh it's like a precursor to saw so uh, i took something from this i think but also it's like suspiria i don't know if you've seen suspiria no not yet oh, fantastic movie suspiria or like alice sweet alice it's something that my brother pointed out to me he was like you like very colorful horror and i was like yeah because i don't think horror has to be dark and grim like even the texas chainsaw massacre has a lot of bright color i'm thinking of the bright red wall Mm -hmm. where he comes out and hammers somebody i'm thinking about that shot of the blue sky and her red jeans as she's walking into the house like there's color in it you don't have to do the thing where everything's all grimy and gross you don't you know it's like an aesthetic choice that is just unnecessary. Yeah, know it was it was for sure the aughts
0: where everything, everything was like well, if we want our movie to be serious and adult, we can't be we can't have color. Yeah. and then Which is so weird. And, and then I we got out it. of that and everyone's like, hey, you know what's cool to look at? Colors. Colors. And you know what I look at for a long time? Yeah. Movies. Yeah. So let's make movies colorful again.
1: Yeah. I'm so glad we're out of that phase.
0: We are in kind of a phase where things are getting duller again, but not nearly as bad as they were.
1: Yeah. Anyways, um... Yeah, like I said, not upset. I just, it's really just a, I have like a blasé attitude towards this thing. It's just, it's right. an F. It's an F. It's unnecessary. I don't, Oh also I don't think it's good. Oh, it's an F?
0: Yeah. Uh, really? You would give it all the way to an F? Yeah.
1: Um, I, like I said, I like Jason. Yeah. I like Jason in this one. Yeah. I just, I can't imagine like a scenario again. Like when I'm thinking about the, the let's take the Friday the 13th series. When I'm grading, I'm thinking like, would I sit down and just watch this again? And if I'm gonna, there are ones that are bad that are more fun for me. Yeah. You know? If and this... is just not one of them.
0: If this popped on FX, I'd sit down and watch it for a minute.
1: Or maybe... No, I would it, watch the first group of kids. Okay. For that Grizzly scene, and I'd be like, oh, gross, that's scary. That's probably but it. I would, I, I would,
0: if somebody was watching these movies and asked me, hey, Nick... Should I watch the 2009 reboot? I would say, yeah. It is... I don't think it is a waste of your time. Yeah. That's the best compliment I can give this movie, is I <laughs> yeah. don't think it's a waste of your time. Um, I don't think it's the best use of your time. Um, ooh, before I forget... Sure. In my little list of things that I really liked... Yeah. I know it's cliche. I don't know. It's something I kind of have a, a sucker for. Love the ending of this movie. When he jumps out of the lake? Just the one final scare, and then, ooh, it's over. Like, just okay. like...
1: But I feel like the hey, first one fucked. does that better than any one of them.
0: Yes, but then but then you they get, do undercut it. Yes. They get you get her in the hospital. I yeah. like this that it is a a callback to that. Yeah. And B, bum bum. Hey, yeah. movie ends on literally a bang. Yeah. Um, I like. I mean, I'm just I'm always a sucker for that kind of shit. Or like in a romantic movie where they break up at the end. Love that kind of shit. All right, rate it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it exactly what I gave. Fuck. Am I though? i'm going to give this movie a d plus okay i'm going to retroactively give freddie versus jason a d plus
1: okay where do you put it in your list just a refresher five four six two freddie versus jason x nine three eight seven i'm gonna put it right under Freddy versus jason right above jason x okay all right jason's dripping this one it's whatever i don't mind it it's definitely not the worst he's looked. I think it's the best he's looked in a little while. You know what? It's I w- probably the best he's looked since Part Nine, in my opinion. I like Part Nine, but yeah. You know what? I, you know what I appreciate? Huh? Is much
0: like the rest of this movie. They take little bits and pieces from all the Jasons, and give it to him. They're like, ah, oh, we'll give him the mask from three. We'll give him the jacket from two. We'll give him Kane Hodder's neck.
1: <laughs> but I'm pissed. That's
0: just the joke I was leading to. He yeah. looks like he's wearing a brace because his head looks like just one big. Like, there's no separation between his head and his neck, yes. And it just does not fit the rest of Derek Mears' body.
1: Vibes for this one? They could um, be way worse. I'm glad that this is almost on the other side of the aughts hump. Yeah. But it's not great.
0: Yeah, it, it vibes or whatever.
1: Yeah. The 2009, that's what they're doing. Definitely the not as bad as Freddy vs. Jason. Mm-mm. Huge improvement. Just not quite into, like, the 10s for me. Yeah. Almost there, It's getting though. there, yeah. Getting there. Uh, we covered the overall ranking. Um, favorite character in this one my favorite character I mentioned character. a tracksuit man
0: it might be tracksuit man um, I'm trying to think if there's any like miscellaneous characters I'm not thinking of and if I'm not thinking
1: of they're probably not my favorite um, just say the mentalist girl
0: yeah but she's barely in it and I didn't really like her that much in the mentalist um, my favorite character of this movie is Patrick Jane from the mentalist
1: Okay. How bad Jason be stinking? I'm just going to say he's got like a human BO stink, but it's bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite scare? Favorite scare? It has sleeping to be the bag. sleeping bag fire yeah. pit thing. Yeah. Best worst. It's also best has to be the second group with the bear trap and the and the sleeping bag stuff. Worst?
0: Best is him coming out of the, the dock at the end for me.
1: Okay. Worst for me probably has to be the prep guy just because he seems like i can believe that a character would be that mean but not so
0: consistently
1: yeah like he's so one note yeah yeah Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know you know know who i'd like to give flowers real quick who um the man who drinks out of his shoe okay i like when he's in the the shed or whatever Because I I think I made a note out of it in five. No, in three. Mm -hmm. When that biker girl is in the shed just going, oh, whoa. And just (laughs) touching literally everything she walks by. He does a better job of that. I love that that guy is just literally, just legitimately having a fun time in that (laughs) shed all by himself. And I believe it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, then that wraps up. That is the end of Friday the 13th on eating soup Ow, ow. Never again barring them making a new one will we talk about Friday the 13th ever ever again ever again ever again ever again um what do you have to say as a closing statement I oh, just, in a t- full retrospective full retrospective in a
0: small amount of time small amount of time um i really hated the idea that we had to do this this year i know you did hated was, it for a week and a half a long time loved it for a week and a half <laughs> started falling off for A week and a half. And then for one shining last week, I was like, I'm having fun again. And it didn't get to the heights of four, five, and six. Yeah. But it brought me back up at the end. I'm glad we did it. I'm glad you made me watch all these. Yeah. I'm a better man for having done it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I would say that my retrospective would primarily be based around that. Like it would be based around you being so apprehensive in the beginning and me, you know, not knowing how to sell people on these things because it is a big investment yeah because there's a lot in the beginning and there's a lot in the tail end you just don't really need Mm -hmm. but there is a sweet spot that doesn't even total it's not just four five and six but i think there are some little moments in the couple leading up to either side of that yeah but there is definitely like a bell curve on these things right and it's 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 so counterintuitive like usually a, a series of movies starts strong and fizzles out yeah. And somehow this is like the anomaly.
0: The, yeah, this the, this somehow fades in and then fades out. <laughs> yeah, it's I insane.
1: I don't understand it. And it's so tricky because I, I even have friends who are also horror hounds barking in the yard. Woof, woof. Um, and yeah, they're they're always very, uh, you know, like critical of the Friday the 13th and don't really like the Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. And, and I, 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 you know, I know that they really haven't gotten to its stride. Yeah. You know? and yeah that's that's all I have to say as, as my perspective is like this does have a stride you know it just happens to not be the beginning or the end it's somehow a bell curve yeah yeah and uh yeah they're 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 good and they're they're bad and uh I can acknowledge when they're bad and I can acknowledge when they're good and uh I think that these are movies that are at the end of the day just fun this is something that I think adds a little fun yeah to the horror genre
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know. My recommendation for anybody thinking about watching these. Yeah. I recommend getting yourself into some kind of situation where you and your best friend are kind of like ships in the night sometimes where you don't really (laughs) see each other and then you guys devise a way to like mandate a hangout maybe record a podcast and then it kind of becomes your side gig so you have to watch all these and it kind of feels like work <laughs> you all love them and it's great
1: yeah also i mean a little recommendation i have for you is like once you're in that you know then you can kind of fall into this thing where you're like oh i'm gonna go get a microwave pizza or whatever and like let's get a couple of beers and like a joint or whatever and watch them like a little too late at night because we mm-hmm. both have jobs mm-hmm. but you know
0: and it's fun it's, so, yeah these are these yeah. are uh, yeah i think that's Something I I disagree with, like, autors of film, people who love films and not movies, is I think movies are high arts, but they're also middle art. And I think that's exactly what these movies are. Yeah. I think these are the perfect examples of movies to just put on. Yeah. When you want just a vibe happening on your TV. Yeah in october put on friday the
1: 13th movies. or even during the summer i think these are more summer horrors even, uh, as yeah, far as i'm absolutely. concerned Absolutely.
0: like my problem with halloween is every halloween i throw halloween on to have in the background and then i watch halloween i sit down and i watch all of halloween these movies absolutely i can have out of the background yeah. i walk by and be like nice yeah also just realized this episode's coming out on halloween yeah we really dropped the ball should have done something for it <laughs> happy
1: halloween everyone yeah happy halloween that would be a nice uh, ending to the thing, but I I have to ramble a little more. Yeah, Absolute no problem. Yeah, it's tricky. Like this, I think something else I want to add is that these movies are all scrappy. Um, there's something like kind mm-hmm. of like yeah. tenacious about them, like just this thing where like they had no consistent like owner or even any consistent like um faces or anything like that. Every time yeah. around, it was just a brand new set of people with a brand new idea of what Friday the 13th is or could be. And they're all so different and so low budget and like almost nobody involved in almost any of them had like much experience doing anything in film beforehand. And there is a degree to which I almost like champion them the the way that like people champion clerks or something like that. It's so, there's a degree to which where I can understand why there's a six and a half hour documentary about the making of all of these because it's just people going out and making a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it's beautiful. Much like Jason
0: Voorhees, all of these movies refuse to stay dead. <laughs> Have no real consistency. Nope. Make real confusing choices. Yeah. We hear about the reasons that things are happening or why these movies got made. Just like the reasons for why Jason is still alive or stuff like that. It doesn't really make any sense. And you're confused. But you're along for the ride. Yeah. and just like you said they're scrappy
1: yeah Love it. there's something scrappy about them they were somehow like the poster child of slasher movies of the 80s and yet didn't like they somehow brought in money but not as much money as like some other slashers mm-hmm. and consistently kept getting made but he is the slasher which isn't yeah so. it's crazy because yeah. he's not like he never reached the like artistic highs of like the first halloween mm-hmm. he never reached the creative highs of something like nightmare and he never reached the scary, scary highs of, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. His popularity comes from literally
0: the fact that he just won't go away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad that these, uh, you know, exist. Are they my favorite thing ever? No, but exactly like you said a second ago, like, they're just such good, like, throw on in the background, and even if they're not good, there's just something you can't deny about them.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: And I think that's that mattress, man. If you need more soup, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or go to our website, eatingsoupalone.com. And until next time...